Welcome to Speak It On. This program is designed for the edification and entertainment of the listeners and not designed to be representative of a church, nonprofit organization, or denomination. Opinions expressed are solely those of the host. Hey, this is L.A. Welcome back. Let's talk about a word that confuses and scares and enrages people in the church. There's lots of words that do that. This is a fairly modern word. The word is ecumenical. That's a fancy church word. Ecumenical. So, ecumenical is actually from a Greek word that means the whole inhabited earth. Right? It's an adjective to describe something. It means general, universal, pertaining, and usually when you are talking about Christians, it pertains to the whole Christian church. Now, this is... Uh, when you throw this word in with the word movement, ecumenical movement, it kind of throws back to a Protestant idea that was around since the 1980s. But the thing was, is during uh, the beginning of this movement, churches began looking at each other and saying, you know, I think we can do some things together to get Christ's desires, his, 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 his will done in the world. And usually what they'll do is uh, they'll go to Matthew uh, you know, 28, 18, where, where it says... And Jesus came and said to them, All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Go, therefore, and make disciples of all nations, right, right, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all that I have commanded you. And behold, I am with you always to the end of the age. All right. Beautiful, beautiful moment. Now, in its... Conception in its entirety, you know, uh, the whole thought's actually kind of cool. Uh, you have churches working together to get the gospel out there, to um, get, uh, you know, reach out to people, to people groups, and things of that nature. The complication came in to the fact that. Some churches and church groups and denominations really want it done their way. They just really want it done their way. And by the way, just to, this was a Protestant kind of in its inception. Um, the Catholic Church didn't sign off on that. They sent delegates, all right, that they didn't like, you know, nobody put their hand on it and blessed it. 
part of the reason behind that is because the word Catholic means universal, which is supposed to mean the whole church. So here you've got an ecumenical group who's using a Greek word that means general or guess what, Catholic or general, all-inclusive Christian group. And then you've got the Catholics over here who are using the Latin word, which is where Catholic comes from, which means universal Christian church. You see what I'm saying? So, so all of a sudden there's this kind of, uh, wait a minute, <laughs> I, we are the universal Christian church. And kind of an idea complication. And it's sad, but we get wrapped up in semantics a lot of times. But also, uh, most of the Protestant groups would have said, yeah, we were not looking at salvation the same way the Catholic Church is, so we're cool with that. But anyway, getting back to the idea of working with other church groups. I think this is a wonderful idea. Um, it scares people, though. All right? It just absolutely terrifies some people. And let me kind of shoot some reasons why. The first reason that it really, really upsets people is because they have, they being denominations, church groups, have different ways of looking at salvation. There's some groups out there that believe if you're not baptized a certain way, you're not saved. You know, there's certain gr church groups out there that that the minute you hear the gospel and you say yes, I want you know I believe in Jesus as my savior, they're walking you to the water. I mean, they're going to baptize you right that second, um, and they're going to do it with immersion. And then, of course, you know, then we get into the doctrinal kinds of things. So. Everybody gets kind of sideways with all the doctrinal issues. Forget the fact that there is the church. The church is a movement that Jesus started. And he called it the movement of the kingdom of God. It was, and believe it or not, it was a Jewish movement at one point. It was completely looked as 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 at excuse me as a Jewish movement. Why? Because most of the people in it when it started were Jewish and Jewish believers. They were Messianic Jews. Okay, but here's the thing. Now we get really sideways about about these doctrinal issues, and we're not going to. You know, and of course everybody's no, I'm right. No, 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 I'm right. No, no, you're not right. I'm right. And so we're going to fight about that. So there, that's that's the first thing is people really have you know they want other people to look at certain doctrines exactly like they do, and um, I'm not necessarily saying that's a bad thing in some ways. Uh, there are some groups that call themselves Christian that believe you have to have some whistles and bells going on. Uh, you know, you have to, well, yeah, it's great you, you say you believe in Jesus, but you got to believe this, 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 this as well. And, 
and they'll throw extra books in there, and they'll th- throw extra doctrines in there, and all of a sudden, before you know it, somebody's spinning off into space. So I don't necessarily think it's it's uh, a bad idea to, you know, let's keep the definition of salvation in the one Bible, right? In the one book. In the book. So here's the thing, though. Uh, the first thing is the doctrinal issues. Um, second thing is, if you're one of these one of these believers that really loves eschatology, okay? I mean, you're just hardcore wired into it, and that means end times, late times, uh, end of times studies, okay? Apocalyptic type stuff. If that's just what sets your fire going, then most of those people uh, do not like the fact that when uh, they started this ecumenical kind of thing, it was they had the World Council of Churches. All right. Well, whoa! All of a sudden. You're, you know, the, they're they're throwing into revelations and they're looking at stuff and going one church, they're going to control everybody. They're going to cut everybody's heads off. Oh my golly, whiz! You know, no, 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 and they're terrified of that whole concept. Um, and it it depends on you know your uh, depends on how you look at the end times. To be very honest, but the thing is. Uh, here's what kind of mystifies me a little bit. There, there's there's got to be a way to group or work together interdenominationally to help other people. There are groups that do that. There are groups that will work with other people. So it's not... An unusual thought, but it just seems like uh, some divisions in the church are so bent on their way of doing things that they don't want to reach out to anyone else. And there are other believers out there. There are other believers out there. I'm not ashamed to say. I mean, I grew, I grew up in the Baptist tradition, you know. I'm not ashamed of that. Um, but I had some friends that were Methodist, and one particular preacher I know, he was awesome. Awesome. And the sad thing is, he, he, he offered me a position to work as a youth director in his church, and he was awesome. And I, at that time, was too young to see, or stuck in my way, to see what a fantastic opportunity he was trying to give me, but I wouldn't, I wouldn't do it. Why? Because it was not my church tradition, and that's sad. Because I could, you know, probably we could have done some fantastic stuff together. So I'm saying there are opportunities to work with other denominations, interdenomination, as believers to really take care of some things. Here's a weird idea. Okay, let me let me throw this at you. I'm thinking, what if 
the church community is at large really, really focused on places like Haiti and the Bahamas and in, in the U.S., California, after all the fires and stuff, and after earthquakes in Europe and things, where we send disaster relief in. That could be a unifying thing together. Now, there are church groups that do that. There are churches that are, that are doing that. There are groups that have coalesced together. That's great. But the more, the merrier. <laughs> because the more resources you can have. But everybody's got their little, you know, everybody's pinching those pennies, man. We're worried about where the money's going to go. I get it. But here's the thing. How many people could we help if the people who claim to be disciples of Jesus bonded together to reach out to their fellow men and do that. How powerful would that be? And you don't have to go and beat them over the head with the Bible. You feed people, you give them blankets, and you try to put a shelter around them. I mean, you know. And you tell them, I'm doing this because I believe in Jesus, and this is what Jesus wants me to do. You don't have to get off into doctrine too fast with that. Because the gospel is the simplest message. It has a lot of stuff behind it. But it is the simplest message and God meant it to be that way. Now, it's just a thought. You know, maybe this is already happening. Maybe it is. I just don't happen to see. You know, and it may be that the media is not reporting it. Maybe that's it. But it, 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 there, there are channels I just I, I don't see uh, that kind of unity and focus from the children of the living God in reaching out that way. And I think it would be just beautiful. And it would be something that... Listen, if if people want to slam the church for all their diversity, you know, for all their, their infighting and all the bickering that we do some days, that would be an awesome way to shut people up from, from the perspective of, look... Say what you want. <laughs> and yeah, they got their doctrinal issues, but they came together because they believe in Jesus and they believe in his mission and they believe in his compassion and they are embodying Jesus. And when they go out there, they're helping people. Wow. You know what I'm saying? So, once again, maybe happening. Maybe I just... Maybe the media is not not talking about it a lot. Maybe Christian media is not, you know, sir, is has certain channels that just. But it, man, if that was just something, you know, I know there are many many denominational groups, uh, many church groups, Protestant and non-Protestant, that are reaching out to these disaster people. So I'm not slamming that at all. I'm just, I just really think how. 
effective could we be in the name of Jesus if we had a unified kind of thing? And the problem is you can't use the word ecumenical because if you use that word, people are going to go nuts. They're going to go nuts, they're saying. No way. Ecumenical, that stuff, that's, 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 that's against God. That's, that's horrible. That's evil. Well, you know, if you don't like that word, say concerted effort, I don't know, you know, unified effort. Of course, if you say unified, then they go, ah! So, it's sad. It's sad that, that the church gets that way. And I think we'll answer to it. I think God's going to ask that question. Because the when, when Jesus is doing the separation of the sheep and the goats, uh, you know, and, and, and uh, he, he, he says, hey, you, you never visited me in prison. You know, I was sick. I was cold. And when he's talking to those people, he didn't say, hey, wait a minute, you're uh, Methodist. Oh, wait a minute, you're Baptist. Oh, wait a minute, you're, you're Catholic. Wait a minute, you're... He, he didn't do any of that. He didn't ask them what they thought. He asked them what they did. That's what he asked them. So, just a thought to think about. But again, want to end on a positive note. If you are reaching out to other people, if you're doing your outreach, and you're doing your Bible study, you're doing your prayer, then I want to encourage you always Thank you for listening to, on, to this edition of Speak It On. If you would like to support this ministry, then please go to Patreon under L.A. Blackburn. May God bless every effort you make to do His will in His Word.